You're listening to the Outside by Design podcast, made by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Blurring the lines between work and play, whether your office is in a pickup truck at a trailhead or in a skyscraper, we're connecting you to others who think like you do. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside by Design. This week, Lisa has a Skype conversation with professional stuntman, snowboarder, and event planner, James Flaggy. James shares some of his experiences working for himself and how important the power of networking is in your daily interactions. Enjoy! Hola! <laughs> Hi. Okay, so, welcome to our podcast. Um, I know you do a lot with snowboarding and Shredfest, um, so let's talk about it. Hi, my name is James Fleggy. I am from the suburbs of Chicago. Um, went to college at the University of Montana. Graduated in 2010 with a marketing degree. And uh, from there, I went on to work with uh, the Chill Foundation, which is a nonprofit entity of Burton Snowboards. And our mission uh, is to bring underserved youth to the mountain, teach them life lessons and snowboarding. It was a super fun job. Got my foot in the door. Currently, I uh, am running events for Burton in the winter. In the fall, I have events in Missoula, Montana. And then in the spring months, I snowboard, and I've been currently doing some acting jobs and stuntman and fight stuff on the side with some bigger movies as well as some, uh, some smaller movies, some independents and independent movies. Um, and then in the summer months, I work at Wendell's Camp as a snowboard coach and adult program manager for our camp, Wendell's Camp. It's an action sports camp here based on Mount Hood. But uh, that's just like a general quick background of, uh, of where I'm at now. Nice. Uh, obviously the first thing I need to ask you about is what kind of stunts you do. So I recently was in a movie called Riot. That will be coming out in I think January is the plan. And that was with uh, Chuck Liddell and Dolph Lundgren. Um, Dolph Lundgren, he's from like Rocky, and Chuck Liddell is like the MFA fighter. And uh, I was a like a, the movie's about a riot in a jail. I was uh, got thrown around a little bit with Chuck Liddell as an inmate, as well as I was a guard, kind of holding these guys back. So um, you'll see my face and stuff like that, and some expressions. Um, no speaking lines, but. Also, just a really fun opportunity, you know, super fast pace, and, and that's what I like. Uh, where did you film that? That was filmed in Utah. Really? Yeah, Utah has, like, a big tax break for movies, so they have a bunch of movies that come in and out of there, and that's why I've been able to be so fortunate kind of getting on set with uh, with movies. It's been really fun. So where, where do you call home? Because it seems like you're all over America. Yeah, I I travel quite a bit. I uh, I call Montana home. Just I have family there, and it's like the place that really feels like home. Um, I did grow up in Chicago, left at like eighteen, um, and and moved to the mountains. But um, I mainly call Montana home. I have my middle, my old, my two older brothers there, one in Whitefish, one in Bozeman, and so I kind of am based out of there. That's where a lot of my storage is at right now. Nice. So what's your role in Missoula with Shredfest? Tell us about that. Okay, so Shredfest is uh, an event that uh, 
I created with, and uh, I am the the president and founder and event director for the event. Um, something I started when I was 21. Um, it's it's cool just because to see how how big it's gotten over the years. Um, but uh, I mainly basically run all the operations, hiring interns, human resource, all the marketing, social media, and stuff like that. As it's getting bigger, I'm starting to hire more people for for more than just intern jobs. Um, more of a, a paid job to to help out and that's a really popular event yeah it's a it's a it's a big pray for snow party um in missoula montana we had about 2300 people uh show up to it um we ship in snow from glacier ice rink it's october 17th this year so it's always early fall months and so it's rare that we get snow in the city that early um does happen but usually not enough to put on a full-on event um, that has to do with like a rail jam slash pray for snow party. Yeah, that's funny because it's probably like the first time all season people are hitting rails and then they're in a comp. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, they kind of, yeah, people haven't ridden, you know, for, for a while. But, uh, but then you do get the guys that are riding. You know, there is the few guys that do ride um, out on Mount Hood in the summer months, so... Some of them are warmed up, but other of them. Um, so we try to make the the course not super challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, just fun and and just kind of riding with your buddies um, with a little bit of a competitive edge, just to kind of push their level of riding and and uh, build them confidence for the the rest of the season. Yeah, that's cool. I saw some of the videos from it last year. It looked pretty fun. There were a lot of flips, and people were having a good time. Yeah. So tell us about events, right? Because we work with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of people in the outdoor industry, and that's who listens to our podcast mostly. And it's like so much more goes into putting together an event like that than people think. Yeah, oh my gosh. Um, Shredfest, I pretty much start working on it um, for the following year, um, just even like a month after. So last year the event was October 25th, and then... uh, I even start reaching out to sponsors even just a month after. So it's, it takes um, about you know ten months to plan. Um, obviously, a lot of the the time that I put into it is you know the couple months before it just to dial everything in, having the schedules and stuff like that. But um, the biggest thing with events is kind of understanding the resources that you have on hand and and using them to their their fullest potential. Um, and really just make a good value for your for your partners so they're getting the exposure and the return on profit that uh, that they want um, you know just having guests interacting with their product or showcasing the, the product or making mentions of the product um, but um, understanding your resources really is like kind of how it all started like um, I snowboard for the shop edge of the world in Missoula and then ran the college radio station 89.9 KBGA in college as the business manager and then was really close friends with the Lost Trail guys and my brother worked construction so I'm like alright Jay my brother will help me grab snow and then the Lost Trail guys will help me set up the features and then the Edge of the World shop will kind of help me promote it and give some credibility to the event um, and then kind of use the university to also help market it and give opportunities to students to kind of want to get their foot in the door with events and marketing um so i kind of realized and then kbga was a big sponsor early on helping advertise the event and stuff like that and just my the skills i developed in the marketing school as well as selling uh radio ads and stuff like that i kind of 
push that all into sponsorship packages for uh, local and national sponsors. I want to uh, expand the event into a bigger city. That's something that I'm working on. It's kind of a little bit on the DL right now, but I'm starting to have networks nationally that are even stronger than than before. So I'm starting to realize that this is something that could be could be could be bigger. And I think uh, I think it's worth giving a shot. And I, I see a demand for it. I think. Uh, early season before the snow even starts falling that's when everyone's kind of most excited and willing to kind of uh partake in in events that has to do with you know their passion i think that's awesome thank you you know and i think it's great that you're able to stay within your passion and turn that into i mean i guess it's a seasonal career like lots of them that you put together but able to like weave that through your whole life and you know, work in the snowboard industry, and also just spread spread that joy to other people. Yeah, it's super fun to to share your passion with uh, with other folks. Um, I think it's super valuable, um, especially just building relationships and and building confidence within your your guests and all your staff, and and giving opportunities to people that maybe you typically wouldn't have. Um, maybe especially in in a state like Montana. Um, you know, there's there's definitely a uh, a scene out there, but not so much an event action sports scene. So I think it's really cool to give opportunity. That really is like what I love to get out of it is is seeing my, the guests and the attendees just smiling at the event, and then also just um, giving opportunity to students at the University of Montana is huge. Yeah, absolutely, and kind of expose them to the snowboard scene in a in a fun competitive way. Yeah, for sure. I think that's awesome. I wish there was more of it up here. Yeah, I know. Um, Jason Forrest, he's a great guy out in Whitefish, and I know he, uh, he's he been pushing the envelope and doing some really cool stuff, as well as many other guys. Um, Nate Chamberlain, he's done some stuff. and So I think that's that's awesome. It is cool. Jason was on our podcast a couple of weeks ago. I saw that. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I just had a quick second, but I did see it. And heard a little bit of it, and uh, sounds cool. I need to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a good one. He's he's really interesting. Where are you actually? Let's let's start there. Um, I'm currently um, at Wendell's camp. I live in this little cabin across the street from camp. So it's in Welch's, Oregon, and it's about an hour from Portland, and then about 30 minutes up to Mount Hood, right in between on Highway 26. Super convenient to be kind of at this location. Um, the camp across the street that I'm working at currently has a skate park, has uh, kind of everything you need to uh, to have fun, all the action sports really that you need, and then you go up to the mountain and, and ride all day or ski. Um, but uh, I'm right between Portland and the mountain. What's your What's your favorite snowboard trick these days? Oh wow, uh, hand plants for sure. That's my favorite too. Yeah, it's like the best feeling. You feel like you're you like are floating for a second, and then like a lot of people think you're like have to be really strong to do them but really it's just momentum and so like it's like the coolest feeling and I anyone can do it you could almost be a beginner and you could hand plant like I can teach a hand plant in seconds I mean a lot of people can like I think it's it's awesome so that's cool we share that because you know it's good hand plants are the best like and they always look cool mm-hmm especially when people just do them while they're cruising like up a little wind lip or something that's my favorite yeah super natural hand plants I agree it's good stuff or like on a snow ghost, that's one I haven't quite figured out how to do, but I want to cruise up a snow ghost, which is when all the trees get all that rime on them up here in Montana, and uh, I've seen some pretty good hand plants on some snow ghosts. Yeah, those things are sweet. Um, 
I don't get to ride whitefish as much as I want to, but that's definitely the place that I've seen with the most snow coats ever. So where's your favorite mountain? Oh, wow. Um, well, um, Thompson Pass, Valdez, Alaska is probably my favorite mountain. Um, as far as uh, resort mountain, I would say uh, Whistler is, is really high up there. Um, but as far as generally speaking, I would say Brighton, Utah. One, because the backcountry access is, is super, super easy. Um, and I, I'm a snowboarder that likes everything. I ride rails, I ride backcountry and everything in between. Um, and they have a pretty decent park. And also the community there is everyone's very generous and just super fun. You get kind of a, you get a little bit of a local um, community vibe that that's that's super nice. Not that there's anything wrong with like a tourist vibe at all. Um, it's a kind of fun too to have a lot of people watching and, and stuff like that. But um, a local community vibe is is nice because you kind of can you can just show up maybe by yourself. It's small enough where you can cruise and see people, and then it's it's just big enough where you can head out into the backcountry really easily. And night skiing. Yeah. Night skiing is super convenient. I lived in Salt Lake for a year, and uh, I had a snowbird pass, but I always had such a good time going over to Brighton. Yeah, snowbird's incredible, too. I uh, I get, like, my spring times in Utah, and then the rest of the winter, I go to about 13 resorts from California to um, to the East Coast, Mountain Creek, Seven Springs. I was there. I was at Seven Springs this year for Super Park. That was an incredible experience. Um, but then in California, Big Bear, Mammoth, and then go to Colorado and even some Midwest. So I get just like the tail end of the season in Utah and and try to get to Snowbird as as much as possible. Yeah, that's fun. Colorado's pretty fun too. Oh yeah, super fun. So, what's your advice to someone who wants to start a business in the snowboard industry? Well, depending on um, exactly kind of what you want to get into, but I'm a true believer in uh, you know supporting your local and your your core shops, and usually those guys will have a lot of resources. Um, so, for starters, I would get that relationship as tight as possible, um, and then they can make some introductions or at least give you some some ideas that can put you in some networking opportunities, such as uh, SIA, which is in Colorado. Thousands of brands. Um, it's a big trade show that you roll through. And you could you can meet a bunch of folks that way, um, but then uh, your next step would be just not being afraid, you know, like go out and get it. Like today, I was I was at a a competition. Uh, Bodie Merrill, he's a super well pro snowboarder, and uh, I'm good friends with Pat Bridges, but always a little bit. He's a uh, Pat, Pat Bridges. He's the creative director for Snowboarder Magazine. Um, but always a little intimidating and just literally, you know, two hours ago I was like seeing he was in the rocks watching the competition from from uh, afar and I, I was like, you know, this is my opportunity to just talk to him for a little bit. You know, he's, he's a high up, someone I look up to, but, you know, the opportunities that I that you have in front of you, you got to just like snag them. And, and a big part of how successful I've been with, with the industry is, is, is a lot of networking and, you know, obviously not burning bridges just kind of seizing the opportunity that you see you know if it's something you want you can do it like i grew up in chicago and the, you know there's probably maybe one or two skiers or snowboarders in my town and then moved to montana and then kind of really connected with the local shop and then from there started meeting a lot of people um and then through that um you know extreme work ethic especially in an industry that's not actually that big really um I think it's just important to to take some chances with uh, don't uh, 
break the law, but, you know, you can bend the rules a little bit. And don't be afraid to fail. That's a big thing. Like, people are always, people always get scared to fail, and I think that if you want to start a business, you just can't be afraid to fail and just go for it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, if, if, you know, if, if things line up and, and the resources are, are there, um, or if, if you're passionate and you believe in yourself, then, then uh, you know, nothing can really, really stop you. Um, a lot of people are just too afraid to kind of um, go against maybe other people's wishes. That's, pre- that's pretty good. Do you, what are you looking for? What am I looking for? Yeah. In life? Yeah. No, right now. Oh, right now? Yeah. Nothing. Oh. I just, you're not, your camera's not on, or my camera's not on. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, yeah, what are you looking for in life? Where do you want to go with this in the shred industry? Um, yeah, uh, I want to, uh, I want to really just challenge myself every single day. Like, I'm looking for happiness, but I feel like I've achieved a lot of the goals that I've kind of already had, and now, like, I've always wanted to be in, like, Hollywood movies, and, you know, I was lucky enough where I kind of knew what I wanted to do right out of high school, and so, you know, I, I wanted to become a professional snowboarder. I wanted to be an actor in uh, in some movies, and I'm like right there um, on that the brink of, of really making that happen. And then another big thing that I wanted to do that what I thought was a little more realistic was um, creating big events. And uh, my second year now, um, second winter, putting helping putting on the the Burton U.S. Open in Vail, Colorado. So it's a big snowboard event. It's considered one of the most prestigious snowboard events um, in the world. It's a lot of favorites. Um, hundreds of thousands of people show up to it, um, and I help run uh, and manage a lot of staff on the Burton Snowboard side of things in the in the sponsor village and activations and parties and stuff like that. And so a lot of the goals that I kind of had in high school, I kind of started to, I kind of achieved not not fully, but like really really close. So becoming a professional snowboarder, I've been I've gotten paid here and there. Where, it's a brand ambassador side or receiving a lot of products where I can sell um, and then as well as creating big events which obviously Shredfest and then also the US Open and then even trying to be in some movies I just thought it was always cool it was always cool to me and, and then the fast pace um, was always rad but now you know I think it's really getting to a point where the resources are, are coming together quite nicely and the networks are building between Hollywood and and um, the snowboard industry, as well as a lot of events, <laughs> it will all collectively come into into one big thing. But I, I enjoy all three of those things. Like I want to continue doing movies, but taking it to that next level. I want to continue doing events, taking Shredfest to that next level. Um, I want to continue snowboarding and taking it to that next level. Um, and I'm really lucky by the sponsors and, and support that I've had, uh, just through through family and and shops and friends. You know, like been really lucky most people are like yeah james do you like there's no question like i'm just like no one's been like oh you can't do that like i haven't really heard that and so i'm not really stopping like um you know it's hard to travel a lot and stuff like that but um i really take every day like to its fullest like sounds ridiculous but you know you look online the most sleep you're supposed to have is from your the sleep is seven to nine hours I pretty much just try to do seven, and that's when I think 
I'll get like the most out of my day. It's not like my goal to be like, all right, every second counts. I just feel like I'm not ch- taking for granted any any time, whether it be a networking opportunity or maybe I have to do an Instagram post because I haven't done one in a few days. And that sounds silly, but it's a real thing. And sponsors and partners do like that stuff. But just just any opportunity I have and to uh, to kind of excel and and take everything to the next level. So it's not one specific thing I want to do. It's really crazy. Like I continually those three things: events, snowboarding, and and uh, and movies. And you know, obviously snowboarding. I know that with age that takes some time. But um, you know, I try to be as healthy as I possibly can. Um, you know, here here I'm sitting sipping on a Capri Sun I haven't had in a hundred years. So just being real healthy, you know. No, just, um, and I know that's going to slow down one day, but then, you know, I'll have I'll have my networks that where those partners could uh, be a part of some events and stuff like that. Building credibility yeah. and you know not burning bridges and just having a solid reputation is uh, is something that I that I tried to start learning early on like in high school I was pretty mischievous like I was getting into like a little bit of trouble not like anything serious like like throwing eggs at houses or like you know bag of poo on fire or you know nothing crazy you know I never like steal but like oh he's getting into trouble and my reputation in my high school was like oh James Flaggy you know he's a troublemaker but really I think I just was trying to like do something with my time and yeah I, I was in sports but still I guess that wasn't enough and I got lucky enough where I got into the snowboard industry, and that's kept me busy even year-round. So That's great, you know. And then as, as you get older, you'll be able to have more and more opportunities to give back to the snowboard industry, which is super cool. Um, and that's something that's not going to go away for you at all. Yeah, absolutely. Like, coming out of school and working for the Chill Foundation, where we brought underserved youth to the Mountain Teeth and Life Lessons Snowboarding, like, that was such an eye-opener. And um, giving back in that way was, was, like, so rad. That didn't financially support me that, that well. Um, you know, I made it work, but now I, I had some time to kind of get a little bit more serious with a job where I could actually support myself a little, a little better. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, like Shredfest, you know, over 20% of our proceeds go to nonprofits in in the local area, um, as well as you know, we donate and um, do as much as we can for uh, the communities and and the schools and, and opportunities. Um, but yeah, I mean, I want to ultimately do that. Like my my big goal is as like a retired to uh, be a professor, like a marketing professor at a college, even hopefully somewhere in Montana that's like my ultimate goal is to just mellow and in that way I think I can really get back is is kind of teaching kids uh, a little bit of a path and kind of how they can you know create their own adventure it's great that's really cool that's uh, I teach at the community college here in Kalispell and that is hilarious I have a very good time doing that I didn't know you did that. I knew, I knew, I know some stuff about you, but I did not know you taught. That is so cool. You do so much. You are crazy, but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's good. It's a way to give back, and it's kind of a way to like stay up to date in the design industry. And uh, that's also where I learned about Snapchat for the first time was from the community college students. Like they they keep me with it. And, and the industry, the snowboarding industry in general is, is pretty young. So, yeah, I'm lucky enough where I can actually, 
yeah, someone will introduce to me, you know, some new app or something new, and I'll, yeah, it's it's nice to be around a younger, a younger crowd because then you're kind of always, always uh, knowing what's going on. So what you said about Instagram earlier was kind of funny. Um, I get a ton of business from my Instagram account, and uh, I'd like to hear how you use Instagram um, on a personal and career level. So, on a uh, personal level. I think it's just really fun to to share um, the opportunities and the adventures I've had, and hopefully, like, give inspiration to people. Like that, you know, like, oh wow, if, if this guy's doing it, then I can do it. Whether it's just you know, maybe just as simple as like, not as simple, but maybe just moving into the mountains and like living the mountain lifestyle, or just you know, trying to be a part of whatever industry you're trying to be a part of, like. You know, you can just work your way up. It takes a little time. It takes some sacrificing. But um, that's kind of more on the, the personal side. Um, on a business side, you know, there's uh, a lot of, uh, you know, once your following um, reaches uh, a certain point, you know, your partners, whether it be with Shredfest or just for me, like a, an ambassador side of things on the snowboard is, you know, I'm, I'm wearing maybe their clothing and... Um, the followers, you know, see that, and so it's just a, it's a, it's a side of advertising that businesses are, are now using. Um, that you know, it's not as traditional as before, like newspapers and commercials and and stuff like that. It's it's becoming um, more digital, which uh, is good and bad. Um, I think it's really cool to share, but I think it's also hopefully that just gives people gives people motivation to kind of get off the couch instead of being on the phone all the time but um on a business standpoint i think it's just cool to uh to be doing cool stuff wearing or using uh that that product and motivating um you know followers and and fans to uh to check out the product that that i think is cool and that that is cool um and maybe stylish and fashionable and functional for uh, whatever activity that may be pretty good i also like your use of the word functionable yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I bet the, I bet the, all the campers at Wendell's like love looking at your Instagram feed and seeing what you're up to, like during the summer or during the winter when maybe you're not at camp, and they're not hanging out with you. Like I bet they love that. Yeah, it's definitely not. It's yeah, I think it's it's awesome. You know, I've created a lot of really good relationships at camp, and and they'll be like, I'll just do a post. Oh, like heading to the East Coast, and then I happen to be at a resort where uh, some of my fans or followers or even just campers will be at and uh and they'll be like oh i saw on your instagram you're in town let's meet up and then i'll go meet up and you know meet them meet their friends maybe they got a cool connection maybe i can give them a cool connection um you know another really cool thing that i like to think about is is people in the snowboard industry they they think they're you know in any in any industry it's like oh who do you know like it's all about who you know, and you know I like to think of it more as who knows you. You walk into a room and people are like, "Oh, who's that guy?" Instead of you being you being that person trying to wonder who that guy is. I think that's huge, and it it does have to do with that. But I think eventually the ultimate goal is really people wondering who who you are instead of you trying to always know that other per that that other connection. If that makes any sense, does that make sense? It does make sense. It's sort of shifting your perspective and uh, looking at the same situation from a different angle. And 
it makes a lot of sense too. That's a that's a good way to go after it. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it's always so good to form genuine connections with people, and uh, I think that's something social media does a great job at is just letting you be your authentic self and letting people react to that. It's now time for our lightning round. Oh, yeah, let's do this. So I'm going to ask you five questions, and you answer them as as rapidly as you can. Okay. All right. Um, what sound does an animal make? <laughs> when was the last time you used an iron? Um, yesterday, waxing my snowboard. <laughs> Good answer. Have you ever skied? Yes. Do you like it? Yes. Okay. Um, and final question. What's the raddest thing you did last week? Um, went surfing. Really? Where'd you go surfing? On the Oregon coast. Nice. That's pretty awesome. So you can, you can skate, surf, and snowboard in one day if you really wanted to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oregon is so cool. Like, in the, in the summer months, you can literally do everything. You can surf, skate, snowboard, fish, kayak. Um, ski, snowboard, all in three, four months throughout the year. So that's why I really love living living here. In fact, last 4th of July, there's an edit up on Snowboarder Mag of me and some friends uh, summoning Mount Hood all in one day. We summited Mount Hood, snowboarded down, then we skateboarded, and then that evening we surfed, and as we were surfing, the fireworks were going off for the 4th of July. It was quite an epic day. We wanted to do that again this year, but the snow conditions didn't really allow that to happen. But, yeah, that's it's really cool. It's really convenient. Like, I'm two and a half hours from um, surfing, and I'm 30 minutes from skiing in the summer months, so it's pretty crazy. Nice. Um, awesome. Well, I think that you pretty much nailed it at this podcast. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> so pretty much pretty much stomped it really yeah ah excellent um so i guess in like closing um what's uh closing words to uh any any shout outs you need to give or any sponsors you need to thank um yeah some um cole headwear they've uh recently been an awesome sponsor um check out their instagram they will have a photo of me doing some cool stuff on my snowboard um, in the next couple weeks. Um, so that's something to definitely look forward to, at least uh, on that. Also, a big shout-out to Edge of the World in Missoula, Montana. Um, you know, Jake Barrows, a super rad dude, and he's the owner there. He's uh, he's kind of opened the doors for some me and, and given me some introductions to some pretty awesome people, um, as well as Burton Snowboards. Super fortunate working for them early on in uh, from college. Um, love them. Uh, being an ambassador for them has been life-changing and, and a life goal that I've been lucky enough to meet um, and then hopefully keep doing more stuff with them, uh, as well as Burn Helmets, um, Elo Gum, Stance Socks, let's see here, uh, Celtech Gloves, uh, Zeal Optics, anyone else that I'm missing here, um, Garmin, and Crab Grab, and um, a big shout out to Windows Camp and High Cascade Camp, as well as uh, Mountain Sports International, they're an events group that I work with, um, as well as my mom and dad, my fans. Uh, you because you're awesome and I love what you do and I'm stoked to see you in a couple months we're gonna probably go do some cool stuff yeah in Montana that's right 
Um, and then uh, my brothers and family, like my sister, they are like so inspirational, and I'm just so happy to to have them, you know, backing me on on every crazy thing that I do because I know it's not very traditional compared to the the traditional Chicago lifestyle. Um, so I'm really stoked people believe in me. Um, as well as Snowboarder Mag, Transworld Magazine, and uh, yeah, Hipster Magic, rad dude, good writer. Um, Eric Hoffman, awesome photographer. Um, I don't know. Everyone, love you all. <laughs> <coughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, and uh, have a great night. All right. You rock. Take care. Well, there you have it. For more information on the Burton Chill Foundation, go to chill.org. Info on the Edge of the World Shredfest in Missoula, Montana can be found at edgeoworld.com. That's it for this week. Peace.